Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You want to say that? You go. You know, Jim, some people say love means never having to say you're sorry. We think it means, what is it? We think it means hitting subscribe. And we love our listeners. We hope you love us a little bit back. So subscribing and rating us on iTunes is a great way to build our community and also go to howdowefixit.me for more. Thanks. It's Fix It Shorts with Richard and Jim. Solutions Podcast in 15 minutes or less. Richard, I haven't said this to you before. Welcome to summer. Yeah, this is my favorite time of year. Swimming in the water, sitting on the sand, hiking in a t-shirt. I love it. Yeah, I'm going up to New Hampshire actually next week to climb some mountains. Terrific. You're always more energetic than me. I'm not trying to show off. (laughs) You are. But but is fun under assault from the safety police. The idea for this episode came from a recent article in the Wall Street Journal by one of our guests who's been on the show several times, Lenore Skenazy. Lenore runs the campaign Free Range Kids. And their slogan is, children deserve some unsupervised time. And we agree. Lenore's article in the Wall Street Journal is headlined, If you're a kid, the experts want you to have a fun-free summer. And it's all about the advice given to nervous parents by various experts, including the American Academy of Pediatrics. I just want to read Lenore's first paragraph. She writes, It's summer. Time to dig in the sand, gulp from the hose, play in the park, and leap with joy. Unless you're a kid, in which case, find yourself a comfy sofa in a dark, quiet room and settle in. Lenore is a refreshing voice who pushes back from so-called experts who are always warning parents about the dangers of raising kids rather than letting children run free and discover who they really are. That recent blog that Jim referred to is from Carl Newman of the American Academy of Pediatrics, and it also says, quote, digging in the sand at the beach is dangerous and lists the alleged hazards. Lenore spoke to us. Uh, longtime listeners know that we record these podcasts at the Davies Content Parlor in Manhattan under the watchful eye of Winston, the studio watchdog. Yes. So if you hear a little jingle in the background, that, uh, that's Winston making his thoughts clear. <laughs> Back to the show. Lenore spoke to us via Skype 
after getting back from a TED Talk about why it is that fewer kids today have unstructured play outdoors. And first of all, I want to stress that I don't blame parents for being afraid. When you're in a society that is so focused on the most terrifying thing that could possibly happen to children, which is abduction and rape, usually by a stranger, um, I don't blame parents for being afraid. So I'm not telling them, get a grip, you crazy people. I'm saying, what? look at what society is doing to us. I mean, we're so afraid that we've gotten to the point where we don't let our kids have any unsupervised time. And if we do, then the other thing flips in, which is that anybody who sees a child who's unsupervised outside feels like this is a child who must be in danger if they watched any of the recent movies or watch TV. And so they call 911 to report a child who has like basically escaped. Right? <laughs> yeah. And if you're told that the only safe child is a child who is under adult supervision at all times, then it's very hard, even if you're a free range parent or a, a, an, an optimistic parent, uh, to let your child go. Now, so, Lenore, I know you're not saying we shouldn't have messages about the dangers of rape or the dangers of abduction. I think what you're saying, though, is if we focus on this too much, there is a cost to society in that our default is that we're always living in a state of panic and fear rather wow, than... I, I would like than, to chisel that on my wall. It's <laughs> perfectly said exactly what it is. It's nobody is for rape. I mean, that's such as an odd thing. But if you start mentioning that, like, I think with the constant din of this message that we get so afraid that we can't even let our children enjoy the kind of childhood we had. And and yet when we were growing up, the crime rate was actually higher. The crime rate today is back to what it was in 1963. If you were a regular kid walking outside, your parents didn't stop and think, oh my God, what if my child is raped and abducted on the way to school? I'm not going to let him go. So now we're talking about unstructured time for kids. And I think when I think back to my childhood, those are some very happy memories, but you think it's more than just fun for kids. There's some real benefits for kids living a less structured life. Oh, I'm positive of it. And and more than just fun, um, when I was at the TED Talks, surrounded by all these really smart, successful people, I started asking them if they could see something in their own childhood, uh, something that they did for fun, you know, ungraded, unsupervised, that they are still doing today as part of their career. And it, it turned out it's pretty easy to see in so many people that what they loved doing as a kid, they still do. Yeah. Do, um, you, do you have any examples of, of individuals? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what inspired me to ask this question was Adam Savage, one half of the Mythbusters, gave a lecture and he had the most charming photos. He was talking about his own childhood and he said the greatest day of his life was when he discovered that Baskin Robbins gave away the free ice cream containers when uh, they were done with the ice cream. They washed them out and they gave them away. And I was thinking, God, yes, I loved going to Baskin Robbins and getting those. They were like four gallon containers or something like that. They, they looked like little garbage cans made out of cardboard. But he cut a rectangle out of the side of one of them. And when you put it on your head, it looks just like an astronaut's space hat or whatever they're called. Helmet. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Helmet. Thank you. Once he had the helmet, then he got a box and he cut some pieces out of there and he made it into a council. And then he put some Christmas lights behind it. So everything was lighting up. And just the glory he felt and the power he felt having made something with his own hands. And, and then he showed us all these other costumes that he did as a kid. And then, of course, when he got Mythbusters, costumes 
were a really important part of it. If you, he wasn't wearing a costume some of the times, it wouldn't have been as funny. You know, and, Le, you know, Lenore, one of the one of the things that I did when I was at Popular Mechanics magazine for ten years was it was such a pleasure. Was I got a chance to work with Adam and his partner Jamie Heineman, and. With both of them, the spirit of play is so much a part of what made that show work. But also, they demonstrated in a very um, simple, direct way that the spirit of play is also a huge part of science. It's the creativity. It's asking, hey, what would happen if I did this? It aims towards rigor, but it starts with a sense of playful questioning and, and possibility that can be very, very childlike. And the glee that Adam would always show on that show. And he's still making costumes today from famous movies and stuff. That's his hobby. Uh-huh. He makes crazy costumes. And, you know, and, and I think it's a great role model for people that, that unsupervised, unscripted uh, creativity, it starts in early childhood and it can continue your whole life. But, but the point is that unscripted play is the opposite of what we think we have to give kids when we want them to get ahead. We think, oh, they have to get ahead. Let's put them in Mandarin. Let's put them in Robotics Club. Let's put them in uh, after-school algebra help. And frankly, I think I've done that with all my kids for different things. So I don't have anything against extracurricular activities, but they can't be the only time that kids have after school. They have to have some free time. So you have to give kids some time to find out what they're interested in and pursue it. And when we think about kids, we want them to get an education. But the hardest way for kids to get an education is sitting there and having information pounded into their heads while they're bored and stiff, bored stiff. Right. But I, I want to argue that there's also some skills and there's some Im- important elements of being human that kids learn from free play. It's not just about individual knowledge. You know, when I was a kid roaming the suburbs of New Jersey with with a gang, you know, on a summer night, there would be kids from about six to about 13 in a big formless mass running around chasing fireflies or kick the can or whatever. That's a huge range. You know, a six-year-old and a 12-year-old all get having to get along or maybe not getting along, maybe getting into fights, maybe maybe somebody runs home crying. But I, I would argue that the skills kids learn and the negotiation, the, the older kids looking out for the younger kids. Because when you have the eight and nine-year-olds together, all they can do is compete, right? It's just who's better. But if you have the six-year-old playing with the 13-year-old, the 13-year-old is not going to throw the ball as hard as he can at the six-year-old unless then you're dealing with a bully. But generally, they will throw it a little easier. And the reason they can do that is, first of all, there's a much younger kid there. And secondly, nothing is riding on it. It's not the state championships. It's not mom in the stands, you know, yelling or, or cheering. It's just play. So I have like three things that I'm working on that I hope will bring kids back outside, and I'll, I, I can just whip you through them because they're yeah. very simple. Well, you know, we're a show about solutions, so fire away. All right, away. so here's, here's three solutions. First one is so easy. You go to your computer, and you go to freerangefriend.com. You just go on. You, you put in your zip code and the age of your kids, and nobody can track you down or find out their names or anything like that, um, but you can find other parents nearby who also want to send their kids outside. Um, another thing I, I do is when I speak at schools – Uh, I encourage the school to try the Free Range Kids Project, which is extremely simple. It's (laughs) the teachers tell the kids to go home and ask their parents if they can do one thing that they feel they're ready to do that for one reason or another they haven't done yet. And often it's something outside. Can I run an errand? Can I walk the dog? Can I get myself to school? Um, Can I go down the street and knock on Betsy's door uh, to see if she can come out and play? 
And because it's endorsed by the school, so it sounds, you know, it doesn't sound crazy. And because it's a one-shot deal, I'm just doing it this once, mom, the parents generally say yes. And when they do and the kid comes back and they're so happy and they ran around with their friends and they br- they're bringing home the milk or the bread for dinner, the parents are so proud um, that the pride and joy sort of crowds out the fear. And, and what's, what's the third thing that you uh, think is a good idea for solutions? The third thing is that... Um, I'm trying to get neighborhoods and states and eventually the federal government to pass this one sentence long law, which is this. Our children have the right to some unsupervised time and we have the right to give it to them without getting arrested. Lenore Skenazy of the campaign Free Range Kids. So what a concept, a one-sentence law, Jim. You'd love that. I mean, it, it, rather than you well, know, 1,300 pages on financial reform. Simple is better. The fact that we even need something like that shows how out of control this problem has been. P- people call the cops when they see kids playing unsupervised. They call the cops when they see somebody leave their kid in a car for 90 seconds. It's really gotten out of control. And what Lenore is talking about here is the costs of being too careful being too worried about your kids right you know magazines like parents magazine and all these other uh, parental advice organizations if you're really focused on reducing all the harm you can do so many things but what they don't talk about is the harm of having kids not do anything the harm of not learning one final anecdote here parents magazine recently warned parents to keep their kids safe in the playground. And to do this, you should, quote, walk away if you see cement, asphalt, dirt, or grass. Those surfaces are linked to head injuries. In other words, don't run around, have fun, and simply play. It's Fix It Shorts. If you want to learn more about what Lenore Skenazy is up to, go to freerangekids.com. Miranda Schaefer is our producer and editor. We're a production of Davies Content. Thanks for listening. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.